Hello and welcome to Masterpiece Audio Theatre. I am your host, Sir Hector Stewart, and this is the twelfth and final episode of our Dog Days of Advent submission. With me in the booth today we have Tom Later. Say hello, Tom. Well, howdy, Bob McGruff. I'm here to bear witness to the end of this terrible adventure. Whichever of you gets up 12 days straight with these yahoos was a good idea, deserves a swift kick in the nether regions. A delight as usual, Bob. We also have Jeffrey Ventura rejoining us from the panic room. The perimeter is secure, Sir Hector, and all exits are covered. Please do not mention the panic room. It was a freak accident. Like my mother breaching your security. I digress. We also have joining us Menchek Majenovic. How was your date with... Wait, I'd rather not know. It is no problem, my son. We had great time, and I am pleased to be here. My son? That's an entirely different level of disturbing. I really do not wish to discuss it. Anyway, last but not least, the man running the board and the one who pays for this all, Mr. J. Langjans. Hi, everybody. Thanks for the acknowledgement, Sir Hector. I only had to remind you every time we spoke for the last two weeks. Dare I ask where Hieronimo is now? I have Smee look after him. They are, uh... No, please stop talking, Menchek. The less I know about this, the better. I do not need to have information that my mother can extort out of me. This sounds serious, Menchek. What have you done to Smee? A week ago, he was nothing but a brown-nosed little weasel. And now he's a kidnapper? Kidnap is such a harsh term. He has only babysitter. No ropes involved. Smee is work for me now. He likes dental benefits. The pair of you ruffians wouldn't be available for hire, would you? Perhaps. What is it you are looking for? Well, there's a couple of blowhards that need taken care of, if you know what I mean. Blowhards? <laughs> Bob, you're a funny old cuss. You only know people in this here room. And? Wait a minute. You ain't talking about one of us, are you? No, the pair of you, you and Jeffrey, I'd pay all the Jay's money to get rid of you freaks. I'd like to see anyone try. Good thing it's not an open line of credit. I only work for family now, or soon to be. I think I need a drink. We'd better move on then. I haven't refilled your flask yet. Yes, let us do that. The audiobook we are reviewing today is called Helen of Troy. It was written by Margaret George and narrated by Justine Eyre. It was 30 hours and 35 minutes in length and published by Penguin Audio, a member of Penguin Group USA Inc. and Books on Tape. Menchek, it is your turn to read the book jacket. Certainly, Sir Hector. Daughter of a god, wife of a king, prize of antiquity's bloodiest war. Helen of Troy has inspired artists for millennia. Now, Margaret George, the highly acclaimed best-selling historical novelist, has turned her intelligent, prospective eye to the myth that is Helen of Troy. Margaret George breathes new life into this great homoradic tale by having Helen narrate her own story. Through her eyes and voice we experience the young Helen's discovery of her divine origin and her terrifying beauty. While hardly more than a girl, Helen married the remote Spartan king Menelaus and bore him a daughter. By the age of twenty, the world's most beautiful woman was resigned to a passionless marriage until she encountered the handsome Trojan prince, Paris. And once the lovers flee to Troy, war, murder, and tragedy become inevitable. Thank you, Menchek. You are welcome, my son. 
I would appreciate it if you refrained from calling me that. You sound like a priest. Yeah, he prefers Percy. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> I'd say sorry, but I'm not. You can't bench me neither. Guys, please, can we get on with this review? This is highly irregular. I'm the one who's supposed to be leading this show. But you are correct, Jay. Why don't you tell us what you thought about the book? It would be my pleasure. I like this book. I really enjoy all kinds of historical fiction, and Margaret George is a master in this genre. I've got many of her books, not only audiobooks, but the dead tree kind as well. You are dating yourself there, Jay. No, the only person here dating someone is magic. With your mom! <laughs> Excuse me? Anyway, please don't interrupt me. As I was saying, she takes the story of a beautiful woman who marries a hard man and then runs away from him to a very different place. As a fan of the Iliad, I was already already very familiar with the story about her and Menelaus and her love affair with Paris, a young and stupid man in love. What's not in the Iliad is her origin, the fact that she was born in Sparta and raised there. This covered that, and brings you to the love affair with Paris. Then it's a story from Troy's side of the wall, something that with Margaret George at the wheel has got crazy detail and tons of research information. Then what happens to her after the battle? Even more stuff not covered by Homer. You men made up this story. It isn't as if these were real historical people. It's all just a bloody fairy tale. You mean an epic poem. There's no fairies in it at all. Troy was real. Sparta was real. There was even a Trojan War. The Greeks were fighting all the time. Bah! There's no need to say this is history. I'll need stand by and let you bamboozle people. And another thing. She's a terrible person. Why would anyone want to read about this selfish girl? I, for one, was interested in her story. True, she is very selfish, but she does learn a lesson. It's an expensive one, mind you. Margaret George is the best there is when it comes to historical fiction. She makes some of the worst people in history interesting to read about. I felt it was too long, but because it is well told, they did not break the book for me. But 30 hours is a long time to be listening to one story. I wasn't as interested in Troy as I was in Sparta, which probably didn't help. The time flew by for me like a jackrabbit in a hawk shadow. I couldn't wait to hear what was coming next. I mean, I knew how the tale was going to turn out, but it was exciting nonetheless. I really liked how she was considered a half-god. That made it even more interesting. A god? Bah! Bob, the people of the ancient world had plenty of gods to go around, and tons of those stories with demigod heroes. Just look at Hercules. Your usual negativity is leading me to believe that this is yet another audiobook you hated, Bob. You got that right. This is complete fantasy. Calling it historical fiction is an insult to historical fiction. This is no more than a Romeo and Juliet rehash with bloodthirsty savages. That's probably why I liked it. The war stuff was great, and I like stories about fortresses under siege. How they manage to hold on and defend themselves is stuff that I live for. I also love the Greek mythology, and that being the backstory to so many ruling class back then. Take all that and add in an excellent narrator, and it just makes sense. I'm totally with you, Jeffrey. Her patient and tone were perfect for this. Great pronunciation and diction. I thoroughly enjoyed her performance. I'll give you that she was decent enough. At least she didn't sing the book to us. She told it in a pleasant way. Bob, a slight hint of positivity. It's like a ray of sunshine beaming through the clouds. Didn't I put your umbrella away just yet? Ha, 
That is no surprise. I enjoyed the narration as well. Justine did a fantastic job. I was not displeased by her voice. For a book with so many characters, I think anyone can run into problem keeping voices different and straight. She'd do this well. Shall we move on to the voting then? Good. Tom, why don't you go first? I love this audiobook. The only thing it was missing from me is someone yelling, This is Sparta! I'll give the author a 9 out of 10, and I'll give the narrator a 9 out of 10. That's a different franchise, Tom. Bob, I have my umbrella ready. Please go next. Ha! Well, as I said, I bloody hated this book. It was way too long by half. So that's what I'll do to the score, and I'll give it a 5 out of 10 for story. And I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 for narration, though. That was a bloody hard job, and she mostly pulled it off. I think you may be becoming a better person, Bob. Piss off! Or not. Jeffrey, why don't you go next? Sure thing, Sir Hector. I'm a fan and I want more. I give the author an 8 Trojan horses out of 10, and I give the narrator a 9 Trojan horses out of 10. Must you always do that? Make the numbers complicated? It's how my mind works. Always looking for a target. Sure. Menchek, how about you? I give story a 7 out of 10. Was a little long for me. I give narration an 8 out of 10. It was better than the story. Thank you, Menchek. Jay? Well, Sir Hector, I love this genre. And like I said, I've got lots of Margaret George books. So due to that, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 for story. I like her own books better. I give the narration a 9 out of 10 because I felt that that brought the book up. It was a great performance. Thank you, Jay. I also love this genre. Ancient history is so fascinating, and when you get a book like this, you can really expand your knowledge. I give the story an 8 out of 10. The narrator did a superb job and was a joy to listen to. I give her a 9 out of 10. Now, with all that said, I'll add up the totals. Right. It appears that we have a 7.3 overall for story and an 8.5 for narration. We as a group would like to recommend this audiobook. If you enjoy historical fiction and especially Greek history, this book will fit right in. It's a good listen, so don't be discouraged by the length of the book. It will be over before you know it. That is all we have for the 12th day in the Dog Days of Advent Challenge. If you enjoyed these podcasts, please drop us a line and let us know. Who was your favourite reviewer? Who was your least? What other books would you like to hear reviewed? Let us start a conversation. So, with that all said, from all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, we wish you a good evening and a good night. samples library we can be found at nimblast.org or you can email us at j at jglinegents.com this podcast is released under a creative commons attribution non-commercial no derivatives 4.0 unported license thanks for joining us